Suns. Look at the Pelicans up 12-7 on the Suns right now. Summer League action. Going to be a big year for the Pelicans. Uh -huh. As long as Zion uh, stays in shape. We talked about that today. Yeah. We'll get to that later in the yeah. show. Man. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. You know, in some ways. I feel ways, bad for myself some days because I could actually kind of relate to uh, what he's saying, you know? We all have cheat meals some days, you know? Yeah. I want a cheat meal every day, though. Oh, man. Every single day, especially when I great. come to work because I walk down the street. There's pizza. There's burgers. And then there's my chopped. There's my salad. Don't you remember? And I don't even do salad dressing like you. I just do some, like, lemon. Some just, like, lemon yeah. on there. I miss the days when I was, like, 16. Just eat literally nonstop. And not gain a pound? Not a pound. If anything, it's I'd gain best. some muscle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was playing sports then, too, so yeah, you're it helps a little things. bit. So it's, yeah. you know. Not just sitting now on the couch adult, watching like, Summer League and right? the All-Star <laughs> events. <laughs> I'm actually sitting in a chair, not on a couch, though, so it's different. Yeah, it's not as comfy. Could start getting one of those. You ever <laughs> seen those things advertised on TV where they just, the, you put your feet on it, it just moves them back and forth? Yeah, like, oh, up yeah, and down. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that the four hours we're sitting here. Keep the circulation. I tried to do that on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. I tried to just ride the Peloton the entire pod. How'd it go? Pretty good, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Did you get out of breath and start like... It was like a terrible interview. No. I, I just, yeah. It, it wasn't really good. It, you know, like I could... I was out of breath, like wait, you wait, said. Wait, you were being interviewed on a podcast. Yeah. It was just my buddy. It was just Winkler. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least is that. But I was like... <laughs> first thing I thought of, it's like a podcast. Somebody asks you to come on, and then you're the one... No, the no. The jackass is just it like on a Peloton. No, it wasn't like, you know, hey my guys, Baltimore hit gotta, on Wednesday. I gotta it's, get my workout. Lock and sure. is asking me about my All-Star bets, and I'm just like, hold on. Kendall's really kicking my ass I gotta ass get up today. this hill real quick. No, no. Oh, I'm almost there. Okay, so anyway, I the told Orioles. Him, I, yeah. I told him I could break down the entire AFC while riding my Peloton. And did you break down the entire AFC while riding your Peloton? Yeah, but I almost broke down while breaking down the AFC. Oh, what happened? Well, I'm not really supposed to be doing the Peloton. Yeah, you are breaking the rules. Yeah. But, man, it's been a rough couple weeks. Like, a really good couple weeks um, at times, you know, not at times, mm -hmm. but lots of pizza. Mm -hmm. um, I had a lot of Italian beef. Even before I went back home, I just got it shipped here from Pertillo's back home, uh, Gold Belly. You did, oh, I've never used that before. Pretty Is it good? good? Yeah. All I right. need my pizza there, too. All right, I might try that. Yeah, you can get some lose. Oh, man. I might really have to good. try it. I've really heard good. it's good. Yeah, but my diet's been awful. So now I'm resetting everything. And so last night I did a 24-hour uh, cleanse. Okay. Tonight, well, today I had a little turkey. I cheated. Oh, no. No bread, though. There you go. Just, just like the roasted turkey yep, shoved just... into my mouth after mm -hmm. a workout. Tonight mm -hmm. I'm going to have some grilled pork chops. Okay. So if anybody out there was wondering what I'm going to eat tonight, there you go. You know, it's funny. We got a to. bunch of tweets from people asking what you were going to eat tonight. It's, yeah. it's good that you got that out there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's all-star game. Here we go. First at-bat of the game. All right. All-star game McCune is Jr. here. 2023. Scott, let's, how are we going to remember tonight? I feel like we should carve our initials in the table that we all watch this all-star <laughs> game together. So then in like 10 years... You know, you think this table's going to be here in 10 years? I'll be back in Creston, Iowa, calling the Wednesday night high school game of the week. And I'll be like, damn it. Remember when me, Scott, and Nick watched the 2023 All-Star Game in the National League? Finally got it done for the first time in a decade. And Mookie Betts homered three times. Oh, my gosh. Ronald wow. Acuna Jr. almost took Garrett Cole uh, deep on the opening pitch of the game. Or I and guess that was the second pitch. Hell of, of a catch yeah. lost in the sun, uh, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right, we got an all-star game. I think we got ourselves Adolis a game Garcia here. with a nasty catch. Not a good Shades start. Look at this. He definitely you know. lost it in the sun, but still was able to get it. You could tell. That was pretty insane. How do we feel about the uniforms, guys? Yes, I, no? Okay, so I like when they used to... I, I miss the old days when they would wear their uniforms. Like, if you oh, were right. on the Yankees, you wore your Yankee uniform. I like that. So I'm the opposite. 
I can't stand that. I think it's lazy, and I think you should always have full all-star uniforms. The Hold NBA on. did that, and I hated it. Hold on. Here's the thing, though, okay? Back in the day, mm -hmm. you didn't have, you know, like the MLB package. You didn't have um, NBA League Pass. You didn't have the Sunday ticket. Okay. So you weren't able to watch all these guys. So, like, the all-star game, you know, like if you're a casual fan, maybe you don't know who Freddie Freeman is. But if you see him in his jersey, maybe you don't know who Aaron Judge is because you don't get to watch Yankees baseball, but then you see him there with his Yankee jersey, and you know who it is. If we just see all these guys wearing blue jerseys, like who the hell is at the bat? Who's, who's at the plate right now? Well, it's Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Yeah, but if my wife's here, she wouldn't know that. Does she care, though? No. Okay. So She might. I think, listen, if you want to know who they are, you're going to see they make it very easy on the broadcast to see this. And in the NBA, same thing. Should always have, everybody should have the same uniform. It looks stupid. I was just trying to do the uh, Skip Bayless, Stephen A, <laughs> first take thing here <laughs> the, because the, it's all So let's night. keep going. I have to tell you, the, Damn uni it! the uniforms are a must, Ryan. Was that a, oh my, I thought again. that was a replay. What no. a catch again now is Freddie, Freddie Freeman, Freeman almost, almost goes deep. So oh, he man. is not going to record right, the first They need to get Garrett game. Cole out right now. Clearly he's a problem. Well, see, that's why I like the under <laughs> in this game, though. Cole actually yeah. might be the worst, uh, at least starter, we're going to see for the American League. That is true. I mean, that the numbers are great. Don't get me wrong. but I mean, that's back-to-back -back catches at the wall for the American League. Look at, look. And they're all just doing the little cross arm pose now. <laughs> Cole's like, "All right, yeah, that's fine. That's hell. That's, that's great defense right there. It's a Gold Glove type performance. We got ourselves an all star. Look, I, look, the, the net. Right. I'm with you on the under, and I'm with you on the National League winning this. So we're here both on the on the same. Oh, here you Mookie go, Mookie. Bell. Yeah, we gotta wait. My second favorite Mookie, only next to Blaylock. All right, Mookie, first at bat. Here you go. Trivia question: What yeah. was Pearl Jam's name before they named the band Pearl Jam? Mookie Betts. Damn it! All right, I didn't think you'd yep. get that. One. Scott, were you gonna get that one? Uh, I was not gonna get that. One. It's okay. Sorry about that. Big mouth, Nick. Sorry. I mean, you I didn't tell him. me you had to. I couldn't... finally had him. This guy yeah. knows everything. Oh, yeah. no, Scott trust does me, know everything. I, I, no, you know. Not right. that. Three up, three down. So if you had uh, no run in the first inning, you're three outs away from cashing that bet. But, man, Garrett Cole made that interesting, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he uh, – I watching that early on, you just go, okay, is he even going to be out there for another inning? Or they just say, yeah, that's it. You're good. Just pull him. Yeah, I want to see him. a new guy every inning anyway. I actually would prefer that anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, so speaking of the National League, if you're, we, we, we've talked a little bit about this – just the whole situation going on with uh, – the Reds and Brewers, and like I look, I love the Reds, man. Like I, I'm, I'm all in on that whole entire situation, and and what they're doing, and all the young talent that's there. If you had a choice, like I'm giving you money right now, and you have to pick one. Okay. Are you more confident in betting the Brewers at even money to win the NL Central, or Cincinnati at plus one twenty five? What are you more comfortable in? You've got to place this bet. You have no choice. Man, I mean Cincinnati. They look right now like the real deal. Mm -hmm. uh, they're seven and three in their last ten games. Nine games above five hundred. I love the lineup, and they're going to be aggressive. They're going to make moves at the deadline. They're going to be buyers. They've already said that. But and I and I rag on the Brewers nonstop because I don't love the lineup. Although Christian Yelich is having a bounce back year, they have a couple guys I like. I just I know they're not going to be aggressive at the deadline. They need to they need to add at least one bat. But if they stay pat and they keep Corbin Burns, and I know he's not having the year he had a couple of years ago or even last year, and you still have Brandon Woodruff, you have Freddie Peralta, I still trust the Brewers more only because Craig Council's, if not, you know, the best manager in the National League. I think he's one of the better managers in the National League uh, considering what he's done with what he's been given, you know what I mean? And the way that he uses his bullpen, they've changed the rules now. They traded away Josh Hader, but Devin Williams has been excellent. He's in the All-Star game tonight. I think I would actually trust the Brewers more. 
um, just because they've been there before. A couple years ago, they were in the NLCS. People forget that against the Dodgers. Uh, so I'd go with the Brewers. But, man, I mean, the Reds do look like they're the real deal. But I almost need to see them get to the postseason before I officially believe it because it's only the first half of the season. You know, it's only 91 games in, and we're only in July, and uh, they're still really young. What concerns me about the Reds is that pitching staff. Yeah. They're, their the ERA thing, is 28th in the majors. That's a problem. And you look at the Brewers, and, and it's that's the complete opposite. And that's that's the thing. It's like late in season, the games may get a little closer. You're going to be able to need to have some bullpen help. But if the Reds are aggressive at the deadline, at least somewhat aggressive, go out, get a couple of arms at least to help you out, that can make all the difference in the world. But here's the thing, man. There just feels like something. Like, you know, sometimes you can watch a team and you just it's the eye test. You go, I see something special with this team. Yeah. I look at the Reds, a team that's 23-8 and eight since Ellie De La Cruz made his debut. That was back on June 6th. This is a team that looks like they're comfortable together. They're having fun. There's low pressure. And I understand that some people want to hear, you want to hear numbers, and you want to hear trends, and here's why. The, yeah. Sometimes you just got to watch the games, watch the teams, watch the players. What are you seeing out there on the field? I'm seeing a team that has very low pressure, nothing to lose, and playing great baseball. That matters because late in the season, even if they're in a division race, for them, their mindset is, we're all a bunch of rookies. Yeah. We don't need to be here. We don't have to be here. So if we win, it's great. We want to win, but there's none of that pressure that a team like the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Mets or any of these high-priced teams out there has. Yeah. And that's one advantage I think the Reds have over... I mean, listen, even the Brewers. I understand there's not even, like, super high expectations for Milwaukee, but it's even less for the Reds right now. You know who the Reds kind of remind me of, and I hate to compare them to the Cubs since I'm a Cubs fan, but if you go back to, like, the Cubs the year before they win the World Series, I had no expectations for that mm -hmm. team because all those dudes were just coming up that year. It was Chris Bryant day. It was Javi Baez day. They yep. had Rizzo, and he was, like, the only vet. I mean, they had John Lester. They had a decent rotation, but nobody really expected anything. And then all of a sudden, the second half of the season, they got really hot. They got into the postseason. They went all the way to the NLCS. They beat the Cardinals, and they got swept by the Mets yeah. because Daniel Murphy just went insane and hit, like, 15 homers that series. Then the next year, they won the World Series. But all year, I was like, okay, they're going to fade. Or the second half, I was like, they're going to fade. They're way too young. But they just, like, didn't give an F. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and I think that that and, really and that's matters. The Reds, dude, like, we're watching a game a couple Fridays ago. They go down 5 to nothing to the defending champions, the Atlanta Braves, best lineup in all baseball, and they end up winning that game. They come back. Uh, they rally. Joey Votto is still Joey Votto. He still bangs. He's still awesome, man. So I can see them doing it. It's baseball. Anything could happen. You could see it. But I feel I can see it. I can see it. But I trust the Brewers more <laughs> just because of Craig Council. And like if I'm placing a bet today, I'm not betting either of those teams, even though I do think it's a two team race. I'm not betting the Cubs because um like I keep waiting for them to get hot and it's just not going to happen. I'd probably just and I know they're talking about maybe trading uh, Arenado, but I'd probably bet the Cardinals, even though they're 11 and a half games back. I mean, they're 14 games under 500, but I mean, just look, because of the price, you know. I get. Oh well, that's the thing. I mean, it becomes more of a value thing than anything else, and it's you know, there, there's something to be said too for teams that are in that playoff hunt or playoff mindset when you're still in the middle of the regular season. Like that helps. The, the Braves are eight and a half games ahead of the Marlins right now. They're going to probably coast the rest of the way because the Phillies. Maybe have an opportunity to close that gap. They're 12 games back. The Mets, we know, are terrible. And the Nationals, my Nationals, they're not, they're not quite there yet. If I'm looking at Atlanta, my biggest concern would be as heavy favorites to win that division. Do they coast into the postseason? And does that hurt them once we get to that point? That's something to think about, and it's something to keep an eye on. Because we've seen this time and time again. We've seen it with the Dodgers. I've seen it with the Nationals before when they've won the NL East by double digits a few years ago, and then they flame out right away in the playoffs. 
There's something to be said for teams that are fighting down the stretch for a playoff spot or for a division title as opposed to, ah, we got this thing, we're, we're coasting, we're good, and you're just yeah. kicking back, and you're Randy Rosarena sitting there just crossing your arms, chilling, and then all of a sudden you go, wait, oh, we just got we just got our ass whooped. You know what, though? Like, yeah, I mean, you can make, but, like, who else do you trust in the National League? Like I asked uh, Grant earlier. I mean, the Marlins... I don't think they're They're not there yet. They're not there yet. The Phillies are 12 games back, but, I mean, everybody makes the postseason now. I mean, in the NL Central, nobody. So it probably is the Dodgers, and this just isn't really a good Dodgers Is it crazy to say Diamondbacks, though? I still – I couldn't do it. Like, I know it's hard because it's the Dodgers and what we've seen at least during the regular season, but – I I just – like, right before we went to the break, to the uh, All-Star break, I mean, the Dodgers were getting hot. Like, and this is Mm -hmm. what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they went 7-3 and in their last 10 games. Meanwhile, straight. Yeah, the Diamondbacks went 4-6. and Looked like they were kind of coming back down to earth. Um, But you never know, man. I mean, who would have a couple years ago picked the Nationals or a couple years ago picked the Braves? Now everybody's going to pick the Braves. It's just that lineup and that Mm -hmm. rotation. They really don't have a weakness, but it's baseball and everything can happen. Anything could happen. So, um... The National League is so tough to call, man. It I mean, even it the is. AL now though, like the Rays are kind of falling apart here, three and seven in their last ten games. Only a two-game lead over the Orioles, who you could have had at fourteen to one or twelve to one to win the East just a couple weeks ago. That's why, um, like, there's really no reason to—is he gone? No. Yes, he is. How didn't he drop the ball? Or am I losing my mind? I gotta watch the no, replay. He is. Of that. All right, so that's the end of the first scoreless game here in the All Star game. Um, but like, even in the AL, man, like I was saying, I mean, or I mean, uh, early out in the year, there's really no reason other than win totals. Like, I don't really play a whole lot of division futures. Like, the only one that I actually played was the Rays in the East and the uh, Cardinals in the Central, which was a huge, mm-hmm. huge mistake. Oh, and the uh, Padres in the West, and they're only eight and a half games back now. They're the biggest mess this season, in my opinion. Even worse than the Mets, it feels like, doesn't it? I'm just curious, like, out of these these teams that are a complete mess, especially if you just look at the National League alone, like, who's going to be the most desperate at the deadline? Is it going to be the Mets? Is it going to be the Padres? Are we going to see? It might be the Dodgers. I mean, would it even be the Phillies? Would the Phillies, they're seven games. They're not a mess. They're seven games over 500. They could use some arms. Yeah, so, like, you're going to have a bunch of teams in the National League that are going to be looking to make moves at the deadline. and, And some of this, like, if you look at the standings right now, we could have one or two standings changing moves. I don't know if that's actually a phrase that exists. I made it up. That's what we're going to say. Standings changing moves just by desperation from a team like the Mets, from a team like the Padres or the Phillies or whoever. Now, I'm not saying that the Mets can make one move that's going to take them up and they're like they're not winning the division over the Braves. They're, they're 18 and a half though. games back, yeah. but they're going to try and at yeah. least to try to sneak into a wild card spot. I think that the Dodgers will make a move because the Dodgers always make a move. I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy unless Otani is available at the deadline. We'll wait and see there. Uh, I think the Reds are going to be really, really aggressive. And if they make the right moves, who knows? Maybe I will be in on the Reds, man. I don't think I could do it with the Brewers. Um, how about, like like you said, the Phillies. If the Phillies could find a way to get an arm, maybe two arms, I might be back in on the Phillies. They're seven games above 500. Mm-hmm. They're playing a little bit better. This is what they did exactly last year. That'd probably be the team. If they can get an arm, it's who's going to be available, you know? I mean, they've got a lot of talent in that lineup. Yeah, man. It's all just got to come Way together. Too much. Way and too much that's talent. There's all these teams with talent. Just takes one. Bet I'm Jim